What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. going on everybody brian k james here and i'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by outlander media network outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web from the farthest reaches invading your space we appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner outlander I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are an author as well as a cast member of My Lifestyle from K Visuals TV on YouTube, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, DeAndre Glover. How you doing? Hi. Hi. How are you? I am doing so good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, I can't complain. How about yourself? Feeling really good. Feeling really good. Um, what are you most looking for? What are you most looking forward to this year? Um, you talking about just in general or with the cast? Um, just just in a general sense. Okay, in the general, in general, I'm just looking for elevation um, to grow closer, especially in the fashion in- industry. I definitely want to dig more into the fashion life, so expand my horizon there mainly. Nice. What are you leaving behind in 2022? Um, I would say things that's not for me. Um, that go for friendship. Um relationships um just left baggage basically that's that not pushing me to my fullest potential that i'm really aiming for in life totally for the people who don't know tell my audience who is deandre glover (laughs) well deandre glover um he's 23 years of age 
Um, he's the author. Um, currently, he's working on his master's. He'll be finished this year. Um, he's outgoing. He's fun. He loves people. He loves meeting new people. Very adventurous. And he's just an all-around type of guy. Nice. When did you fall in love with reality TV? Um, I would say about the year of 2017. I was a big fan of Love and Hip Hop. So I always just kind of pitch myself on there. And so when Kel reached out to me about a year or two ago about it, you know, I was I was hesitant, but also I was ready to, you know, dive into it to see what it really, the intake is about. Nice. If you didn't end up on My Lifestyle, how do you think you would have done as a cast member on Love & Hip Hop? Um, I think I would have probably... Oh, um, I probably would have still been a good cast. Probably the little same about how I am now on my lifestyle. Probably a little more, but about the same. Sweet. Did you have a reality television star that you watched that made you feel represented enough to actually want to do reality TV yourself? Um, is it like a male or female? Either or is fine. That's up to you. Okay. Um, I would say, mm, not really. No, no. I thought I had one. No, not really. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm um, Rashida. Rashida, I love her. Um, she stood out to me mainly in the fashion world. That way, I looked up to her and what she really brings to the fashion industry, especially, she also has stores. So my one of my biggest goals in life is to own a store, my own store as well, my own clothing store. I love that. Yeah. When did you discover fashion? Um, I would say my year of 20, my last year of high school, 2018. Well, I'm gonna say during high school, I always had a unique style, even um, people that I grew up around always say I had some type of unique style about myself. So I'll say like my younger high school days, I'll say. And then as I gradually grew up in life. Okay. Can you describe for me the first time that you felt talented? Mm. Um, the first time I felt talented was when a friend asked me to um, help her with her wardrobe for a photo shoot. I mm. felt like for a friend to see something in you that you really want to work towards in life, that was big. And I felt like that was a big accomplishment. Even though I wasn't in the spotlight, but for something that's big and small to me, it was good. Absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, tell me about confidential and how you put together this clothing brand um okay i came up with i launched confidential in the year of 2017 um i was i came i was trying to think of something that was brought boldly and, and stood out first i came up with like confidence but i was like no that that's not giving what it's supposed to. So I was like, let me do confidential, but I don't want to do it with the C, I want to do it with the K to add a little swag to it. So I came up with that, and then the behind behind that, what it stood out for, was basically like being confident in your skin, being confident in who you are, your sexuality. 
and just being that person that you always want to be despite of who don't like it or who you're not trying to please or anything like that. So that's how I came up with Confidential. Very awesome. Were your dreams nurtured growing up or did you have to be your own cheerleader? Um, I was dream I was nurtured as growing up. I was I had a great support growing up. But I'm no, I'ma say half half a little bit. If that okay. makes sense. Absolutely. Describe the moment that fashion became your career. When did you decide that that was what you were gonna do? Um, I'm gonna say my first year of undergraduate, um, and that was in 18, 2018, when I really started getting on, um, being a part of social media, I would say I started just seeing myself as really doing that and really, you know, putting looks together and different styles together, like helping my mother, helping myself, friends, and everyone that's around me and just expressing myself through clothing that that what really stood out. Nice. Talk to me about your future plans for, for Confidential. Where do you see that brand going in the future? I definitely want to do a revamp of it. Definitely, I definitely want to bring it back out. Um, I definitely see it, in, in like I said, in my own store. Um, I definitely want to do a big um, fashion show for it. Like when I bring it back, I want it to be top tier this time. And just I just want to see in the spotlight, in the public eye. Incredible. Now, before we get into your book, I wanted to talk about all of your degrees and yes. all of the things that you've gone to school for. Can you walk me and my audience through your degrees, which ones you chose to get and why? Yes. Um, I have my undergraduate degree in sports management. Um, at first, I want to be... Um, from high school to undergraduate, I wanted to be an occupational therapist. That was my ultimate goal and that what I had in my mind to get my bachelor's in. Okay, sports management, sports medicine. Okay, I'm gonna get that. But my junior year of my undergraduate year, you know how they say sometimes your mind will flip. My mind started looking towards something else. So I say, I was like, okay, I, I can do it, I'll do it. But after I graduated, you know, that spring I graduated in that May 2021, um, I thought I was going to further it and go to um, MUSD of Charleston to further it and really go into the field of it. But over the summer, I started getting into the love of education and children. So I, had, I reached out to a person that is a very great mentor to me. She's in the counseling field. And one day I just went over to her facility and look at her, how she is with the children and the different students and how she move in her um, profession. And I was like, I can see myself, you know, doing, being a counselor. So I was like, so she was telling me some different schools. So I said, when I get home, I'm gonna do my own research, look up different schools and that way I go from there. So that's the way I went to South Carolina State. I applied there and now I'm currently getting my master's in counselor education to become an elementary counselor. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. How do you plan on balancing 
doing the counselor and the real groundwork community work that you are going to school for and balancing that with fashion and television and writing more books I I I hope you do and all of those things how, how do you plan on balancing all of those things going forward um number one is prayer prayer um and I definitely when you know the type of lifestyle that you want in life you know and you know what the type of person you are and what you're going for and where I come from like type my town and stuff and how a lot of people don't not knocking them but a lot of people don't make it you just everything is in you you just see um green and you just go for the big paper so my thing is I would just basically I would have prayer and have God on my side and that's not 10 out of 10 the best thing that works for me that keeps me going and that will have the best balance I could ever is to lean on him so that's awesome now let's get into your book a little bit what was the moment that or what went into the decision making process to finally tell your story what why did you choose this moment to write your book okay um the same actually the same year that I came out with Confidential, my clothing line. I wanted to do a book that same as that year. But you know how it's a small saying how our time is not God's time. So I was like, oh, I was like, you know, well, that's a sign. Just, you know, it'll come back. It'll, if it's for me, it'll spin the block again. So mm-hmm. um, what when I actually came out, I came out my 21st birthday to everyone to social media and everything because I wanted to be comfortable in my skin I was tired of just hiding and living for others like I grew up in a two-parent household um my parent grew up in the church my mother she's in the church my father he's not in the church but he's up there and I'm the youngest of the of two boys so you know being the you know how that is being dominant and things feel like you know boys supposed to play football you're supposed to do manly stuff and different type of stuff that's crazy out here but I just want to be a, a outlet and a highlight to other males and females that you know deal with coming out I'm gonna say it like that you know and I just I just did my research because I know I was I know I always wanted to become an author and I always know I want to write a book but I it was just I was like you know D, D you got a purpose you know all this love being shown and you, you you're so brilliant and you're so jolly right now since I came out because that I tell you no lie that was the best feeling when I was actually living in my truth I came out because of me not because of parents friends or peers or whoever but because of me and so that was drawing me towards to write this book, publish this book, and, you know, sell it and just do God's will in it. That's incredible. Yeah. Tell me, what was the hardest and the most rewarding part of coming out for you? Um, the... The, the great part about it was the rewarding part was 
not having to um, be in denial or hide it uh, to others anymore. I actually can walk in my truth. Um, I would say the, uh, the other part would have to be um, how my parents was going to perceive it. Because um, I still, even though I was out and comfortable, I still, in the back of my mind, really was thinking of my parents. I was like, oh, no, how is this going to go? But at the end of the day, I still was like, hey, I'm still going to live my life. It's me. Hey, it's either they going to like it or love it. So. Totally. What do you think is the one sentiment that you can... What is the one sentiment that you want any and every reader to take from your life story? Um... Be 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 yourself. Um, don't be out here trying to please others. Don't be out here trying to picture perfect this life story of yourself, which is not. You know, you have to be you, and you have to be comfortable in yourself. Because if you don't be comfortable in your skin, you're not gonna have a happy life. I'm gonna say it like that. You're gonna be miserable. So just be who you are and be true to yourself. That's all you can do. I completely agree. What do you think you learned about yourself from putting your story on paper? That I really can accomplish accomplish any. Okay. Now, tell me what you learned about yourself from putting your story on paper. Um, I learned about myself that I can do anything that I put my mind to that, you know, even though I was, I'm young, I was what, 22 years old, 20, 22 years old when I published my book, that that doesn't stop nothing. You only, you only create, creating more things for yourself and you're never too young to walk in your truth and build your foundation. Absolutely. Tell me about your writing process. How did you prepare to share your life so openly? Um, I was big on, I always, I'm big on journaling and always writing down things. So before I even started the journey of, you know, going forth with, starting um, becoming an author, I always was already writing down things that I was going through in my everyday life. So I used to jot it down. I used to just, mainly I used to write everything down and just how I went through what I went through when I was younger until that current age that I published my book. Okay. Do you have a chapter that's either the most, that was the most difficult for you to write or the most difficult chapter for you to read back today? Um, no, I wouldn't say a difficult one, but I would have, I probably would have said, um, chapter two, that was when I, no, chapter one, when I found, I said the exact age when I started knowing that I, I was gay and liking guys. I would think, I think it was chapter one, yes. I would say chapter one. Nice. What's been the proudest moment in your story so far? Um, I think it would have been the love. 
you know, um, knowing genuine love that I've been having from people and the love that people been I've been sharing through my story and that the different um, strangers coming up to me, strangers on social media saying how that they love me, being true to myself and just being just being me in, in all in all in general. I love that. How or what did you heal from writing your book? I I would say I heal myself because I was very broken. Um, because like I was saying, I always was pleasing my parents mainly, trying to paint picture this picture. And I see my parents and my brothers. So I think I heal myself. Like I broke that chain when I came out and I was confident in myself to just be true to who I am and know who I am and stand on it. So I say myself. That's awesome. Do you plan on writing any more books in the future? I absolutely, yes, most definitely. Do you have one that you're already in the works on that you plan on releasing soon that you can tell us about? Um, not currently, but I have been writing down some things, so haven't really put the ink to the paper yet, but I have something in mind, but not quite. Nice. What do you feel your purpose is? To help people, to be an encourager. So that's why I think, um, it drew, it, um, it drew me to counseling you know, to be a motivator, to be an encourager. Cause I'm, I love people. I love meeting new people. And I just love when it's genuine love and you can feel the love. So I would say being, yeah, that. Nice. Now let's jump back into reality TV. Tell me what went into your decision to join the show My Lifestyle and what was the casting process like for you? Um, at first when Kel he reached out to me, I was I was very hesitant. Like he had messaged me. I seen the message and I opened it. Um <laughs> but I did not message him back until like two weeks or something like two weeks later or something because I was hesitant like even though I love reality TV only thing in the back of my mind was drama fights things being tell like all those type of things like that so something I think I was driving down the road and something was like give, give him a call so when he gave me the rundown of it and how he's saying he want he want me to be a part of it, I was honored. And so when he was like he wanted to set a date up to meet everybody, meet each other. Now that where I was like, I don't know how everybody gonna be, I don't know how everybody energy gonna be. So, you know, that little side out came, but you know, I'm all about meeting new people, but sometimes, you know, intuition sometimes they'll go the other way. But my process, it was pretty good because Kel, he showed me with open arms. I felt love, genuine love from him. And I was glad to, that he wanted me to be a part of my lifestyle. That's awesome. What do you think you signed on to show the audience? What was the main thing that you wanted us to receive from your story? Um, 
to be the, I'm, I think I'm the youngest one just to be you can be young and still do your thing you can be old and still do your thing I would just say you know be a light to all the LGBTQ that's you know, balancing whatever you're going through, if it's balancing coming out or balancing truth to yourself, you know, take your time, but also know your purpose and why. And that's beautiful. How long did it take you to become comfortable on camera? Ooh, um, <laughs> oh, um, to quite frankly, I'm I'm comfortable, but I'm still not comfortable, if that makes sense. So it's gradually getting there. I'm going to say that. Okay. So walk me through your experience with filming. How was going through this process, not only filming a television show for the first time, but filming a show that's, you know, partially about your life? Um... It was, I would definitely say time management and time consuming. It definitely was that. Um, I, it was, it was, it was a roller coaster, I'd say that, but it was also a great experience because I was meet, meeting each and every one personalities. I was giving the world something to see, something that in me. So that was a good thing. And just overall, it was an experience, but it was a great experience. It wasn't no backlash or nothing like that from my from my point of view. Nice. What do you take away from the reception of the audience now that the show has been airing? Um, I really can't say, but you know, people are gonna talk regardless. So as they always say, if they watching, we must be doing something good. So continue to watch and keep doing the views up. That's all I can say for the audience. But thank you all to the ones that are true supporters and that are really watching my lifestyle story from all of us. Absolutely. That's that's, that's honestly the best way to look at it, to be perfectly honest. How often so far have you left a situation that you filmed and then watched it back now that the show is airing and felt differently now that you've seen all of the footage that you weren't privy to? Um, um, what scene? It was a scene that I felt. Oh, God. Um... It was, I think it was season two. I think so, season one, season two. No, I think it was the first meetup, how um, we all met up and I just, I wish I would uh, talk a little more for the, guy, for the guys to really know me a little bit better. But they, they always say, Dre, you don't talk too much, but I do talk. But you know, I'm I'm very big on observe. I'm I'm a big observer. So you know, for me to talk, I, I'm I'm watching at the same time. But I think they learned that, and I'll say season one for the most part. Yeah. Nice. Now, when it comes to your cast members, what percentage would you say are your actual friends, and what percentage would you say are just your coworkers? 
Um, friends, I would give them. I would give them seventy five percent friends and ninety five percent um coworkers. And but we are building a friendship though. We still, you know, so nice. I dig that. Do you have a dynamic that that you prefer? Would you prefer to do reality television with people who are your actual friends, or would you prefer to just show up, clock in? do your scenes and go home? Um, I would say um, show up and clock in. I wouldn't want to do a reality with too many of my friends. Probably I'd say about one at the most or two, but not like a whole scene or a whole show with them with friends, no. Okay. What do you think has been the hardest thing for you to film during this season? When you say that, you're speaking on like, um, like a situation or something. Just through your overall experience, what do you think personally was the most difficult thing for you to either put on camera or to see airbag? Um, being on, I think what it wasn't hard, but being on a newer platform, um, that's out for LGBTQ that was something new not just for not just for the world but for myself in general so that was something new wow he, he actually is on a reality show that's airing that's going to be viewed to the world so that was something I was nervous about but at the end of the day it was a good thing for me and others nice now let's flip the energy on that what was the most fulfilling or the most rewarding thing for you to film or have air back this season? Um, I would say when I think it was after we filmed and we all went back to um their apartment, their apartment, and he was like, "Dre, I really do like you. I really do love you." And he was like, "You don't come around like that, but I love your energy." and your vibe and that just made me like wow I really do Dre is really good people and that made me like not feel some type of way but like you know try to show up for not show up but come around a little more as you should because you never know how your presence can mean a lot just in a room alone so I see okay now, in your opinion, how do you think your show, My Lifestyle, stands up to and stands apart from the other shows in this web reality space? Um, I would say for most part, most other reality shows, they do have um, people of the LGBTQ community on there, but not as how My Lifestyle have um, everybody a part of the LGBTQ community that's doing something with their life you know sometimes with other realities you know you just probably got two or three but everybody else is not so to have this to have everybody a part of LGBTQ and all black African and male males 
that's that's something that's incredible I totally agree with that do you think that the person the audience is receiving from the show is the same person that you presented to them on camera yes yes most definitely yes I don't try to portray to be no other person that I'm not so yes perfection right what do you most look forward to seeing unfold over this season? Um, a stronger bond. I would say even stronger group bond. I'm going to say that. And just build a greater relationship. And just see the um, elevation of my lifestyle go bigger and better. I love that. What keeps you up at night? <laughs> um... I was saying my goals and dreams because I'm always up late night thinking on what's the next move or what's next. Okay, you already you already doing this, so what's next? You know, never lacking, never feeling like there's no tomorrow. So trying to think of what's the next move. Okay, I dig that. What has reality television taught you about people? Um, that sometimes they can fake their lifestyle and just because you see them on TV, that's not how they is in real life. So don't always go by what you see and don't always judge people for what you see because sometimes TV can put it as a, uh, I'm going to say as a bad person, but in real life, they can be the most sweet and genuine person. So you can't, sometimes you can't go off what you see on TV. Okay. Now, what do you think you've learned about yourself from doing reality television versus just watching it? Um, that, <laughs> um, I would say that I'm more, I, I would say I'm more, um, talkative a little bit more. I would say that, and I gain more more media, more social media um, experience a little bit. I'll say that for the most part, yeah. Okay, I, I dig that. Do you think you found yourself yet? I'm talking about in the show? In life? Um, yes, most definitely, yes. Nice. And, and since you brought it up, do you think you found yourself in the show yet? Um, I'll say I'm getting there. I'll definitely say that. I'm getting there. Okay. What does the person that you found today tell your younger self in retrospect? Um, that, tell my younger self that, you know, I'm proud of you. Thank you for living in your truth. Thank you for being a light for others. Um, I may not say this all the time, but you definitely have people that's looking up to you out here. So just keep doing your big one and always keep God first. Awesome. What do you think the biggest misconception is about you? Um, 
that I um that I think I'm all that, but I do not think that. Um, I just, you know, in life, you know, you you walk this earth, you talk this world earth, but you know that that just go back to what I was saying earlier. People gonna make a perception of you, but. They don't even, they haven't even, half of these people that say that, they never even have a conversation with me. So you can't say I think I'm all that if you never ever know who I am or know the real me. And I, I'm the most humblest person you are ever me. So I say that. Okay, I dig that. How do you want to be remembered? Um, A fashion icon. Um, (laughs) a fashion icon a great person a hilarious person and a person that's and a great a a great supporter like I love supporting my people so I'll say that that's that's it right there (laughs) I dig it what do you want your lasting impression on the fashion industry to be um, as when you say you as like what would I want to do or how would you want the fashion industry to remember you or or or, or, or imprint or what what imprint or what change would you want to implement among the fashion industry like 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 how would you want to leave your mark or 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 to, or leave your stamp on fashion Okay, um, I would say I definitely want to be one of the top, say like a, a wardrobe stylist for one of the hottest celebrities that's out there. And just be, a, just have a good name out here and overall, just mainly be a person that's always, that would bring the fashion light to you, male for males or females. So I would say always bring that light fashion light okay now is there anything that you would like to share with me and my audience that I didn't cover in our conversation today um no not today I think you asked some great questions and everything and I felt very comfortable so no not this time no thank you so much I, I really appreciate that now my last question to you before I release you back into the wild <laughs> is <laughs> where can the people find you, what's next for you, and all the things that you'd like to promote? Um, so you asking where could they find me or what, are you asking what's next? All of the things. What's next for you? Where can the people find you? What would you like to promote? All of those things. Okay, um, well, the people can find me on all social media platforms. Um, um, what's next is definitely getting back into, getting into the fashion industry, like styling people, helping people, putting looks together, creating a, creating a name even more out here. Um, you can definitely stay um, finishing up my master's, graduating, um, then re- relocating to somewhere. I don't know yet. But, and just what's next? And who knows, a book might come within this year before this year out, so. 
Oh yes, we shall see how the year moves for me. So that I love that. Well, on that note, children, that has been our show. I'm sure that Mr. Glover has things to do, people to see, checks to cash, <laughs> points to collect, lives to save, degrees to collect, and all of those things. You know, the man is very busy. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in, and I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, DeAndre Glover, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And best wishes to you as well. Likewise, come back anytime when you graduate. I will congratulate you. Come back and tell me all about it. When the new book comes out, I'll be waiting. Um, you're more than welcome. You're a, you're a friend of the show now, so come back okay. whenever. Okay, most definitely. Thank you again. 10 million percent. Now, before I release you guys back into the wild, I want to remind all of you to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys.